0: Shalom, my dear friends, we are studying together in the Gospel of Luke, the parables, the Meshalim that Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, taught while he was here on earth. We have arrived to chapter 15 of the Gospel of Luke, and in this particular 15th chapter, we see the Lord Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. Presenting really one parable in three parts, or as some we presented before us, as he presenting three parables to point us to the concern that God has for the people of the world who have gone astray. You remember what Isaiah spoke. Many years ago, when he wrote to the people of Israel in Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 6, which is really the confession of Israel in a future day, the second coming of the Mashiach Yeshua, when they will say, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, but the Lord laid upon him, this is the Messiah, the Mashiach, Jesus, Yeshua, the iniquities of us all. Prophetically, that what the prophets of Israel ...wrote concerning the Messiah, who will be rejected at first, but then accepted at his second coming. Here in chapter 15, the Lord Jesus the Messiah presents before us a parable that is called, really, the parable of the lost sheep. In Hebrew, it is called Mashal HaKeves Shavad. It is very interesting. It is found in Luke 15 a uh, verses 4 5 and 6 and 7 and it flows out from the first a few a uh, verses that come before that let me read you the first 7 verses of Luke chapter 15 then drew near unto him all the publicans and the sinners for to hear him and the pharisees and scribe murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners, and eateth with them. And he spake this parable unto them, saying. And so from verse 4 to verse 7, we have the parable itself. The mashal, the comparison, the casting alongside, as we mention in the Greek, parabolis. To cast alongside. And here's the parable. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until it find it? And when he has found it, he layeth it on his shoulder, rejoicing, and when he cometh home, he called together his friend and his neighbor, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy, in Hebrew simcha, shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over ninety and nine Just person which need no repentance. Now this is an interesting uh, 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 parable. It is really the first part of the longer parable, which is found in the 15th chapter of the Gospel of Mark. You see, in the first two verses, we find out that many of the publicans and the sinners... Uh, were gathering around Yeshua, the Messiah, to hear him. Notice that the, the tax collectors, in Hebrew we call them the Mohsim, and the sinners, in Hebrew they are called the chotim. The in a sense, all of us are sinners. All of us are fallen individuals who have sinned before God because the scripture says, uh, through David in Psalm 14, in Psalm 53, and Shaul Paul quoted in Romans chapter 3 and verse 23 that God looked from above to see if there is any one that is a just and, and sinneth not, and he found none, because all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So the sinners and the tax collectors follow after Yeshua the Messiah, but notice in the second verse, the Pharisees and the scribes murmured, they say, this man receiveth sinners and he eats with them? How is that possible? Again, my dear friend, this is the wonderful truth that we learn in the Word of God. Because God loves the world. And He was willing to send the Messiah, His only begotten Son, that whosoever will believe on Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the reason that the Mashiach, that the Messiah, the Christ, the Anointed One, came from heaven. But you see, Religion is causing individuals to be so hard-hearted that they don't anymore sense what God desires in his heart. God is not willing that any should perish. And that was the danger that happened with the Pharisees, the Pushim, some 2,000 years ago when the Messiah came at his first coming. And that's the danger that we all have. To become a Pharisee in this present day, not sensing the love of God for the sinful men who departed from him. That's why the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, always wants us to check our heart to realize and to see whether we can, at times being danger, of being paroush, Our hearts can be hardened. And so notice that. In verse 3 it says. And he spake a parable unto them saying. Notice the word parable. Mashal in Hebrew. Parabola in the Greek is in singular. And as we will look over this a whole 15th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. You will notice that there are three parts to this parable. And that in these uh, three parts we can see the involvement of all the persons of the Godhead with the desire to restore sinners back to God. Here, in this parable, we see a shepherd, a man that had one sheep that was lost. In the next parable, we'll see a woman that have lost a coin, and in a second part of this long parable, we see a son. That was lost, that is the prodigal son that have gone away from his father. We will learn very quickly that in all these three portions of that one parable, we see the involvement of all the persons of the Godhead Ha'abba, Ha'ben, Haruach, the Father, the Son, the Spirit, one God, three persons in that one Godhead, and this God. Loves humanity. He loves you. He loves me. He loves the people of this world. Jewish and gentle. Male and female. Boys and girls. From every people, tongues and nation. God wants people to be saved. He is not willing that any should be lost. But yet all will come unto repentance. And so listen. Yeshua the Messiah is saying in verse 4. What men of you... Having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, does he not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost? Listen, until he find it. So, what we learn here is that we will find other days one that was lost. And another, namely the Lord or the shepherd that is seeking for that lost one. And then he found that lost one, lost sheep. And ultimately he rejoiced. This is exactly what we're going to see in this parable as well as the other two parts of that parable found in Luke chapter 15. You see, we are all lost. And we all need to, to realize that, that we are all by nature are lost. All we like sheep, Isaiah 53, 6, have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. We've all have gone astray. We have inherited the sin nature from our father, our Adam, who have sinned against God in Gan Eden, in the Garden of Eden. And so here we can see that he's asking Yeshua, applying this to the Pharisees and the scribes, who were not happy with the fact that the sinners and the tax collectors came to learn from him, and they were in a sense envious of him. They did not come because they were too, too religious. They thought that they were righteous. They have gone externally through the motion, but in their hearts they were not right with God. So when the Messiah came at his first coming, they didn't recognize that Yeshua was the Messiah. But the sinners, the other ones who were not religious, they followed him and they wanted to hear him and to hear his teaching. Isn't it today the same? It is oftentimes with the religious leaders of our day are not satisfied with the fact that we are looking at the Mashiach Yeshua in his person as it is found in the word of God. And that's the danger that we have today as the Pharisees had in those days and the Lord condemned it and showed them that they were wrong. And that's why he's saying to them, Which men of you having a hundred... Sheep and lose one of them does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until it found it. In other words, it is very common reality in the life of any shepherd, anyone who is owner of a flock, that if one will be lost and go astray, he is responsible to go and seek for the one that was lost. This is the responsibility of anyone that is seeking to be a shepherd of the sheep. In fact, we read in Ezekiel chapter 34, when the shepherds of Israel should have cared for the flock of Israel, in Ezekiel chapter 34, and God warned the shepherds of Israel, saying, Woe unto the shepherds of Israel when they didn't care For the flock, for the sheep. And yet Jehovah spoke of himself, he said, The Lord God, behold, he said, I will, I will both search my sheep and seek them out. I'm going ultimately, and he's speaking, of course, of the future day when he will seek for the lost sheep from the house of Israel and he will restore them to himself. But here in Luke Chapter 15 the Lord Yeshua the Messiah is saying to the uh, religious leaders of the day who were not satisfied with the fact that sinners came to Jesus. The tax collector came to Yeshua and they were accusing him that he received them. And so listen. He says, "What men of you and he is directing his a parable to those who claim to be religious and that they were righteous while the other ones are not. And to them he gave that message. And he said, if you have a hundred sheep and you lost one of them, does not will you not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until it findeth? it? Wouldn't you do this in your own personal life, he said to them? If you would have been shepherds and you had flock, wouldn't you go after the one which was lost and gone astray? This is the gospel message of the grace of God, the reason that Yeshua came to this world to save sinners, to search out. For you and I, who were far away from God, and to bring us to Himself. That's why He came. The Good Shepherd, He said of Himself in John 10, giveth His life for the sheep. He came to die and to be buried and to rise again for the justification of all that will accept Him and turn to Him. And so He continued in this. Very parable, and in verse 5, the Lord Jesus the Messiah here he says, Notice that he says in verse 5 When he had found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. He's rejoicing because he found the one that was lost. When you think about it, what a joy that. Uh, God has in his own heart when a lost sinner turned to him in repentance and confession. There are those who think that they are just and they don't need God and they don't repent of their sins and they have self-righteousness, the danger for all of us to have, but God rejoices when he finds a lost sheep. God loves you. God loves me. He he loves all of us. The reason that he came to this world is in order that he will save us. But you must and I must turn to him and accept him. So we read in verse 6. And when he cometh home, notice he found the lost sheep. He comes back home. And what does he do? According to verse 6. He called together his friends and his neighbors, and he said unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. You see, an attitude of a parush, a Pharisee, is that he knows much in his head, but the heart is void of having the heart of God. When he is occupied with himself and don't see that there are others that need God. And not understanding the heart of God because God delight in bringing sinners to himself. Because after all he created us for his own pleasure and men have gone astray. So God delight when a sinner repenting. And so we read... That this shepherd who found that one lost sheep, he's calling together his friends. He's calling together his neighbors and he said to them, Rejoice with me. Why? For I found my sheep which was lost. So you notice what Yeshua is making here? Immediately in verse 7, the Lord Jesus, the Messiah, gives us the application And he's telling to the Pharisees. And he's telling to the scribes. And he's telling to all those that hear him. As the sinners and the publican came. And they were listening to what he had to say. He teaches this fundamental truth. Of the loving God of the universe. The loving God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. The loving God and Father of our Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah. He says, listen. He said in verse 7, I say unto you, you remember in verse 4 he said, what men of you, speaking to the religious individual, he says, so I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth, more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance what does he say here you see the religious leaders to whom he spoke they did not know the heart of God they were religious but we never read of them coming into the home in this story they are represented those that are left in the wilderness we today have to be also very careful that to understand that religion, without the heart of God in our lives, without to have the mind and the heart of God, will leave us out. And therefore, here is a shepherd, the shepherd of Israel, the shepherd of the sheep, the one who say of himself, in John chapter 10, he said of himself, That he came down. Notice that he says, I lay down my life for the sheep. John 10 and verse 15. Therefore does my father love me because I lay down my life that I might take it again. No man taketh my life for me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my father. You see, there is joy in heaven. Over one sinner that repents more than 99, as it says here in verse uh, 7, who, notice it says, which need no repentance. Now, do you think they don't need to repent? Only need to repent. But you see, sometimes religion make us think. That's what religion does. Make us think that I'm okay. And I don't need to Repent. This is what Yeshua the Messiah is seeking to teach the scribes and the Pharisees of days of old, but also in these days of the last days of the church age. You see, there is also just one verse I want to read it in Act chapter 20. The apostle Shaul Paul said to the elders that came to him from Ephesus, he said to them, I, he said, for I have not shined to declare unto you all the counsel of God. Verse 28, he said to them, Take heed therefore unto yourselves, verse 28, and to all the flock over which the Holy Spirit has made you overseas, to feed the church of God, the assembly of God, which he has purchased with his own blood. In other words, Paul is saying to the Ephesians believers that they are to take care of the flock like the Pharisees needed to take care of the flock of Israel. The the days in which we live in, we have the responsibility to take care of the flock of God. May the Lord help us as we are feeble and oftentimes have this natural sinful pride within us. May the Lord help us to recognize the heart of God who was willing to send our Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, to give his life in order to bring many to know him as the shepherd of the sheep. May the Lord help you to turn to him, because his love for you is eternal. God bless you, my dear friend. Shalom, shalom.